The next stop is Knickerbocker Avenue. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's Fortune 500. Uh-huh. I burn his production. That's right. And we repping for the New York Knicks. Live from the garden, the Knicks game starting. The blue and the orange, the best five starting. Regardless if it's close or a large margin. We hungry for a win. The fan base starving. Bounding, astounded. Fishing and we swishing. We run the whole city. Ain't no competition. From Patrick to Willis. Frazier to Strickland. The next generation. We carry on tradition. Year after year. Season after season, yeah. arena full of fans, screaming out defense, playoff intensity, got our hearts beating, the sneakers keep squeaking, hear the heart breathing, Whoa. swishing through the net, yeah. players take flight, flight. vibing with the vets, the coaches need a fight, head them with attack, the players about to fight, yeah. it's all about respect, ain't taking any slight, no. a piece of the apple, about to take a bite, about to take a ride, up to new heights, this is our year, the future real bright, right. shining real bright like the New York City lights. The Knickerbocker Avenue Fan Forum on the Bleed Blue Show. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Thanksgiving Eve edition of the Knickerbocker Avenue Fan Forum. I'm your boy, the infamous one himself, joined as always my big brother Steve. Steve, how you doing? Man, how was Peru, man? You have to, We haven't talked since you got back. How was the, how was the trip? Peru, Peru was good, man. You know, I'm still away. I'm in, I'm in Santa Fe. I'm in Colombia. Uh, so right now, just passing through, uh, got down with us, got live with us, um, had a good time, man. I, I, I apologize for no shows for the hockey and the basketball last week because of the, I had festivities, parties, familia to catch up with, but we're going to talk hoops. I think I have enough information, what I need to catch up on the hoops. So we can have that dialogue with Dominic and Mr. Live. And I know Mr. Live is pissed, so I can't wait to hear what he got to say. So these are one of those episodes. I'm going to sit back, let you guys do y'all thing, because you guys are going to have to explain to me what the fuck happened in Minnesota. <laughs> but like, we got to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, um, a lot has happened. You know, we've been we've been off for about, you know, for two weeks. And, um, you know, since the last time, the last time we all spoke was right after the Knicks took care of San Antonio. And since then, you know, the Knicks have been kind of an up-and-down team. Um, but let's let's bring the guys in on real quick before, before we start the cover. Dominic Gennaro, DP on Twitter. Dude, how you doing? Hope everything is well with you, man. What's going on? Good evening, gentlemen. Let's roll. And, of course, Mr. Dominic. Live. Mr. Live. What's up, what's up, my Sorry, brother? Sorry, a little delay on the button. We, Sorry about it. A little we, delay we, on the tablet. We're going to call this one. Yeah, we're going we to call this one Pause Size Matters. That's what we're okay. going to call this one today. All right. Um, well, since since we um, we all last convened, I mean, um, let's talk about it. Um, live I'm gonna lead, I'm gonna lead off with you because obviously you want you got some some things on your mind about Monday's game a 117-100 loss to the Minnesota Timberwolves in Minneapolis. Um, let's lead off with you. How are you feeling after that after that road loss? But of course it's the end of a road trip. How are you feeling? Um, not as not, not as bad as 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 I was a couple of days ago. Well, a day or two. Not 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 that bad. Not that bad. His his my problems, right? And I and I usually don't do this before twenty games, but there's no way to rectify what's what I see is happening now, except by um, acquiring size in, in the lineup. In both lineups, actually, um, we we're, we're doing great. We're top ten in a whole lot of categories. I know Dom Dom is gonna have that, um, and, and, and it's cool. But it's 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 middle tier. It's it's middle tier. So the teams that we need to beat are going to be larger than us. You know, I I I and, and I'm not too sure why I didn't notice this. Well, but DiVincenzo is damn near um, uh, uh, Brunson's size. 
and then Brunson ain't that too much. He's not too much taller than Brunson. So what happened to us in Minnesota was they were able to, you know, their 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 three is damn near six ten. And he and he left. And they brought somebody somebody back in at the at the point. And I think that dude is six five, six six. Um to to take that that dude's spot, but then you come back off the you come back and their bench is a, is a hefty size and 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 the same thing happened to us in Boston. You know we're not we're we're being beat off the dribble. We're beat you know what I'm saying we're being out muscled. You know what I'm saying on the perimeter, and that for me it's a problem. You know um I, I you know we 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 got to the trade deadline to figure it out. It's still early. We're going to be a fast team. We're going to be a high-scoring team. Um, we're going to get better in those categories, man, but I, I, I just don't know how we're going to do against the upper echelon teams who have size. So like, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, Orlando coming coming down our way, man. We still still got a couple of games with uh, uh, the Bucks. So I, I, I'm just – I. I, 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 again, man, it's a luxury right now. We we should be happy. Um, I'm I, I I don't want Rose to stand on his laurels like he did before. We missed a lot of opportunities not being aggressive, or at least not being. Um, I think we paid too much attention trying to get a superstar. That's 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 my that's one of my really big beef. Instead of shoring up our holes and sh- instead of fixing. Our, 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 you know, being being able to move RJ back to his natural two position, we have a we we even have him as a small three. So, um, that's that's kind of my beef right now. But I don't, I don't want to take up too much with with with, with being negative, man. So I I hand it off. Well, thanks for the, thank you for that. So I'm gonna throw it back to Dominic on this one because Dominic last touched on the side. My thing is, we're not getting a lot of record, a, a, a lot of uh, contribution from our starting two guard. Quentin Grimes came back, shot over six, really didn't, really felt like you know completely complacent and disappeared from the offense completely. You know, I'd say about midway second quarter, even before the third quarter, and it's been pretty much running the two. It's been DiVincenzo quickly and a combination of that. What say you? Well, all all things considering, even what Live said, and it's it's a fact. We we do need a little size. But here's the strange thing: with the lack of size, we're still probably two in rebounding, probably top. We got Mitchell Robinson's number one, and Hartenstein, I think, is number five or something in offensive rebounding. So. Our lack of size don't seem to affect us that greatly. I think what's hurting us is, honestly, guys, I I did this the other day. Eight wins, six losses, and we've only beaten two teams with a 500 record. Now, I know what they say. You got to beat the teams you got to beat that you're supposed to beat. But now you got to beat the teams you ain't supposed to beat sooner or later because it's not going to get no easier. Teams are going to get better as the year goes on. They're going to gel. They're going to get cohesion. They're going to get all the things we look for in the team, and we're getting them too, guys. I mean, we are eight and six. When we were eight and five, I think it was the best start in I forgot what year they said it was, 2012, 2013, something bizarre. But all all things considering, I'm just curious, guys, as to. When are we going to beat the Boston's, the Milwaukee's? We're going to get Miami. We're going to get Orlando. We beat, we went one and one with Cleveland. These, these are just guys I'm throwing out that are in the top ten. We we beat two of them. And guess what, guys? I don't like the Clippers, but I don't think they're a sub-500 team. Though we beat them, I would almost give an alibi and say, okay, we beat three teams that were – good quality wins. But other than that, we really haven't, guys. We're eight and six. And again, just just the Eastern I mean, come on, guys. 
Minnesota, this is weird. Here's what I think, guys, minus the size, is really getting us. We're averaging giving up the least amount of points, not in the Eastern Conference, in the NBA at 105. But we're only a point four, well, we're plus 4.3 differential, points four points against. Not many teams are like that, except Milwaukee. We got we to gotta do something because most teams give up more than 105 points. Come on, guys. It's the NBA. I always say this. This is what you want. We had a game the other night, I think last night, 134 to 130. It wasn't even overtime. This is what the NBA wanted. The NBA wanted offense. Where are we getting all this offense from? R.J. Barrett, that game that y'all are talking about in Minnesota, yes, we didn't play very well. But we had guys, again, that didn't play. Well, R.J. Barrett had 13 points in the first half. Can anybody tell me how many points he ended with? 14. 14. 14. Yeah, these are the things that are going to bite us in the ass. Again, because every team, it's just it's just the way the game is played, guys. The good teams are going to get better. So if we're a good team, we got to get better. I'm not as hung up as live is. I do think we do need some size, guys. Don't get me wrong. But I don't think that's our biggest issue. Our biggest issue, once again, early in the season, as it was last year, until we had our biggest offensive improvement since the Civil War, is our inability to score. You got, you got three guys on our team, guys, on a given night. I'm not even going to go high. Brunson, Randall, Barrett, each one of them could at least get 19 points. Let's just keep it real. I mean, whether you like the guys or not, whether you think they're in the right position or not, they each can give us 19 points. Randall got off to a bad start. We, some people that hate Randall, won't say this, won't believe this, but he's a workout beast. He had surgery. He couldn't work out the way he normally works out in the offseason. But when we got to about game six and he started playing that bully ball, it, we, we just need that, not just, guys. If, if we can get 19, 19, 19, and man, Grimes, I, I don't know, guys. Are, are people starting to lose faith in him? I don't know. I'm not. I think he's still one of our best. Him and DiVincenzo are our best perimeter shooters. So if we could just combine him and DiVincenzo and maybe get us 15 to 17 points tonight, guys, come on. We're still a great defensive team. We're still a great rebounding team. That in itself is going to keep us in game. But we got to start putting the ball in the hoop. I'm serious. You know, we're averaging, I think, 110 points or something low in NBA standards. That's just not going to get us very far, guys. As much as I love my Knicks, yeah, we're averaging 110 points. I think, if I'm not mistaken, other than Detroit, that's the worst in the Eastern Conference. So I'm not going to beat a dead horse. I, I want to hear what Steve's got to say. We, we need some improvement offensively guys we, we we definitely need that and it, it's not just about the threes we got to pick and choose where we're getting these points from and like i said the last time i think we got together guys the distribution of shots i don't think is going to change so whoever's getting them odd ball shots got to make them count whether it's crimes DiVincenzo. i went over this last time guys Four of our guys are averaging close to 72 shots a game. Barrett, Randall, Brunson, quickly. That's close to 72 shots a night, guys. The other guys, when you get them shots, you got to make them count. Plain and simple. Not saying you got to hit every shot. You got to make the shots count. And that's what's really hurting us. If you look at that game against Minnesota, guys, that, we all know, guys, there's some games you could watch and you're going to say, we ain't winning this game. That, that's at least how I felt when they were playing Minnesota. So, I'll digest for now. We need points, guys. This is the NBA. They're putting up points, fellas. I always say this, too. So I hate it, but that's the new NBA. All right. Thank you very much, Dominic. Steve, my question to you is that, you know, live hit on size. Dom talked about scoring. I want to ask you about the bench. Our bench play, aside from Emmanuel quickly, has not did not produce very well. They pretty much, you know, laid an egg on in Minnesota, but they have been playing better. What have you been seeing, or have you have you been able to see, you know, Kennedy and Superman? Yeah, I've seen I've seen everything um, from afar. Um, first of all, I got to play the devil's advocate, guys. I got to do a little bit of a pushback. 
I'm going to give a lot of respect to the Timberwolves. They have the best record right now in the West. So that's not at like Minnesota was some chump change type of team. Are they ready to make the next step on the Denver Nuggets? Uh, that could be a conversation for a whole another episode because they played great basketball in November. No, yes, no, yes, no. Hold on, let me get let me get to it, man. So they pretty much ran through their whole schedule except for one loss. I think it was against the Phoenix, uh, the Phoenix game. Uh, but outside of that, they beat on some. Yeah, they beat Golden State back to back. Beat beat Boston in there. And New Orleans is kind of playing 500. So I don't want to overlook as if Minnesota was a team we were supposed to bat down. So if you was to tell me on that five-game road trip at live, Dom, what the Knicks were going to be uh, after the uh, Charlotte game, I would have said three and two. And that's exactly what they did. They, yeah, they, they did exactly what I said. Yeah, I said three and two. So there's no surprise to me, man. I mean, Minnesota is actually a pretty good team, man. Um I actually like the way they played without R.J. Barrett. And, and I'm not. this is not the episode I'm going to kill R.J. Barrett. I look at it more so when he was not playing. It felt like they were more efficient versus those weaker teams in that middle part of the role game. Like, that's why I quickly – it felt like quickly was more of a go-to guy at the end of games in Atlanta, Washington. Uh, then he came back – you know, R.J. came back after that, a little after that, but – it felt like it, it flowed more, but those teams were more weaker than Boston and Minnesota, so I don't want to go overboard. I don't know how you, if you guys felt that way. That's what I was going to ask you guys tonight, and you can answer it when, you, when it's you guys' turn. But uh, it felt that when RJ was out, quickly, you know, I know he's playing, you know, he's got the bird right thing going on with him, but it, he, it felt like he he, he was the man. Because like, you know you could trust quickly at the free throw line and RJ Barrett, so it, it was a match, you know. He got a little bit, you know, a little stride to him. I'm not worried about what's going on. Now, they do have another five-game road trip out west in December. I expect them to go 3-2 and two on that trip. But to answer your question, Av, um, I'm not necessarily worried. Um, they got a break, you know, this week because of the Thanksgiving, and they got the playing game versus Miami. They did exactly kind of what I thought they would on that five-game road trip. I, I thought they did all right. And I, and I, I, wanna do, I do want to give them credit on how they beat the, the Hawks. They did exactly what they needed to do against the Wizards, and they did exactly twice since the last time we spoke what they did against the Hornets. They beat up on the lesser uh-huh. opponents. They just mm-hmm. got to put it together on, against better teams. So the height, I'm not really – the height thing is not – no, they have enough size. I mean, Jericho Sims is on the bench. They're not using them. But Hartenstein and Mitch, as far as height and offensive rebounds, I think we're fine, man. Guys, I, I'm cool. Um, I just – you know – Defensively, with Hart and DiVincenzo, they're crafty guys. They move right off the ball. They make right, right basketball players. They're winning players. I, I, I'm not worried. I thought it was a good road trip. You want to be over 500 on the road, and they did that. They gained. They gained. So I'm cool. All right. Thank you very much. Um, my quick you? thought on this one. My quick yeah. thought on that one is simple. it's pretty simple. Um, you're absolutely right. I, I think they did exactly what I what we were expecting them to do. Um, three and two. Um, you, you know, it's it, it's difficult as hell to win in Boston any time. Just about in almost any sport, you know, just to win in Boston is an accomplishment in itself, and that will probably be a huge undertaking given the, given the way the schedules are factoring out. So, but I think they they still gave a good showing in Boston. Um, but I think that later on down the season, we'll be able to match up with them better once we really figure out what's going to happen, and barring any trades or injuries. But um, like you said, the the way they handled Atlanta, the way that they handled the Charlotte Hornets, the way they, you know, they, uh, they got through the Washington Wizards, um, I think that they, they performed beautifully. I think they were pretty consistent, and, you know, on a night-in, night-out basis. I just think that, you know, it's the NBA. It's going to be a long season. You're not going to win them all. And Minnesota just played a better game. Yes, the size play a factor in it. Absolutely. They, you know, they're a matchup problem just for about anybody, like you said. However, the, the situation, the situation, the situation about it is, is that um, the Knicks do need to kind of address that size issue, in my opinion, especially in the back of four, because this that was something that we've been talking about all all off season. Right. But, but I think that, you know, keeping the team, you know, gelling, 
and keeping and keeping it consistent will actually you know be more beneficial going forward. However, they still do need to make a move. Um, who you know who's the odd man out? I don't know. I, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be the one to be you know, to start you know labeling guys out there. But I know for a fact, and this is for Nick's Twitter to shut the fuck up already. It's not Julius Randle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But fuck yeah. sense, folks. Can, can yeah. we get off of the, the trade, or I hate Julius Randle train? I mean, I stayed off of Nick's Twitter the entire time that we've been on hiatus, and in the same my Facebook feed, my 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 Instagram feed, I've seen many videos. All of them saying the same exact thing. Oh, we'll never win with Ju- we'll never win with Julius Randle on the on the Julius Randle's the only reason right now that we're eight and six as it is. It's not all Jalen Brunson. But the fact of the matter is, is that you, you know you still have fans that don't freaking believe in our own players, our own all stars. I think that we have a much bigger issue than than than, than we really ever imagined. Uh, it's just mind boggling to me that, that you know that, that situation is. They got off the fire team. Now they're back on on trade Randall. I don't get it. But I'm I'm happy with the, so far with the, you know, the performance. I'm happy you know with what I'm seeing. Uh, I, I'm, I'm happy to see Evan Fournier got some minutes and, you, know, you know throughout this road trip. I'm, I was happy to see that you know they, they were able to take care of, of Washington and, and get a win in, in the City Cup tournament. Um, and it'll be you know it'll be really interesting to see how they fare against the Miami Heat on Friday night. But until then, folks, if you're on Nick's Twitter or if you're on any kind of social, you, you know, some kind of show or a, or a blast or anything like that. Please, for the love of God, get up the fire, Randall train, because that's, that's that's not going anywhere. The dude's not going anywhere unless you're trading for LeBron James, you know, prime LeBron. I digress. Anyways, um, Dom, I'm going back to you. Um, any other game throughout this road trip that you really want to you really want to highlight? You really want to talk about anything at all, whether it be Atlanta, Charlotte, Washington, whatever. Oh, and to be honest, no, because I, no. again, you there? Yes, can you, yeah. Can you hear me? Hello. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you perfectly, Don. Go ahead. You can do it. Hi. Oh, I, think I, couldn't hear. I couldn't hear Av for a minute. Yeah. Can you hear me, Av? Yeah, yeah Av. I think right, you're Dom. going in and out, but I can hear you, Don. Go ahead, Don. Okay. I got no, you, I'm, Don. I'm, 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 like, I'm in. I'm in the realm that you're in, Steve. Three and two is what we were supposed to go, and this is what I keep saying. I don't want to beat a dead horse. We have to start beating the upper echelon teams. You know, Atlanta, that was a good game. Let's be honest. That was a good game. We almost blew that game. But that being said, three and two, I mean, guys, you got to really think of who we played. Boston, Washington, Charlotte. Who was the other? Atlanta, and then Minnesota. And, And you're right, Steve. I don't think Minnesota's a joke, man. I think I had them top three in the West. They, they are no Dom, joke. Can, you know, can, they, I, they took can I ask you a question about that, Dom, around the rest of the league? Because yes. I, for live and yes, have or whatever. Do you think, uh, if you think about teams in the league that ready to take that nest, do you think Minnesota's in that conversation? Is there another team out there that people may underestimate? They say, okay, man, they're ready to take that. Minnesota might be on that, in that conversation, man. What are your thoughts? Yes, they're they're one of the other they're, they're one of the two teams I said would take a step. The other one is in our conference, the Orlando Magic. If you, if people that watch basketball, Steve, and I don't expect everybody to get league pass like me and you, and even with league pass, Steve, we can't possibly watch every game, every bit of every game, but we try to get as much as we can out of it. Ten minutes ago, Minnesota was a laughing stock. Go bear. Cat, baby, how's this going to work? But you know what? This is what good organizations do. They have a plan. They stick to their plan, and they say they don't give two shits what Dominic says. Who is this guy, Dominic? Ah. He, he's some fool. He's some fool on Twitter that thinks he knows more than people running NBA organizations. They they stuck to their guns, guys. And guess what? Sooner or later. You're either going to gel and get better, or you're going to go back to being those Minnesota Timberwolves that you've mm-hmm. always been. Let's just mm-hmm. keep it a buck. Mm-hmm. They didn't, guys. They stuck to their guns. They stuck to the Twin Towers. And the biggest thing I think happened is nobody on that team thinks they're above Ant-Man. 
He, he's their star now. He is their go-to guy. There's no more debating this. It ain't Carl Anthony Town. It ain't Rudy right. Gobert. It ain't the guy mm-hmm. in the second row. Mm-hmm. He is their man, and they come to grips with that, and they're eight and three. I mean, guys, they beat and Steve. You know as well as I. They beat some quality teams in the Western Conference. Yeah, the hell of a November, man. The NBA. Yeah, they beat some Hold quality on. teams in the league. They're not Hold on down. by accident. Hold on, Dom. But I, but I, but I have to ask the question because I'm because remember, you know, we really don't gauge anything, for, you know, before the first twenty games. You really I think don't. that Minnesota? You really think that Minnesota is going to withstand, considering they they have the Nuggets right behind them, the Thunder. I'm pretty sure this is just a hot, you know, like a flukish kind of situation. And you're not gonna, you don't expect for the Clippers or the Grizzlies or even like like the Phoenix Suns or the Golden State Warriors to kind of like you know finally catch up and play you know their style, their rhythm, and, and get into their winning ways. Or do you really think? Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, I think I think this uh, Denver, the Lakers, Phoenix. That's it. I don't think all the team is better than if, if you're gonna put. OKC in that conversation, then you got to put the you got to put the Wolves in that conversation. Neither one of them has proven anything. We we know what OKC is about. They're going to harbor a whole bunch of draft picks sooner or later. They're going to parlay them into something else. But again, the Timberwolves stood pat on what they was doing. I'm not saying they're going to be the number one seed guys, but I'm telling you now, they ain't no joke. They ain't no playing team. They're going to be top six. That just look at the roster. Look at the team. Matter of Did fact, you mention the Kings? Five minutes ago. <laughs> you yeah. mentioned the it was Kings, only man? five minutes ago, Dallas had a better record than them. But guess what? Dallas has come back to earth, and I told you, they may be on the outside looking at it. I said this before the season started. They got off to a good hot start, but they were two-trick ponies. Mm-hmm. That ain't going to get you very far. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Look, at, look at what Minnesota – matter of fact, look what Minnesota has done the last two and a half years. If you haven't seen the progression – then you might not be watching. You might not have league pass. And for some of us, and there's no knock, some of us are just stuck on our own team, and we're just concerned with our team. But if you really sit back, guys, and look at what they've done, I said the same thing about the Magic. Two minutes ago, there was a laughing stock. But what did I tell mm-hmm. you? Mm-hmm. You know, later, these young kids are going to get their act together, <laughs> and they're going to be trouble. And are they going to be a contender? No. But I tell you what, they're not going to be the magic that you walked into the arena and knew you were going to be. And that's how Minnesota is now. There was a time you went in there, you laughed. Oh, go bear, cat. Cat's lazy. Cat can't do this. He can't. And you know what? They didn't listen to Just like you said five minutes ago, everybody with the trade Randall do this. They was doing the same thing with Minnesota. Some mm-hmm. fans wish they could have moved Minnesota to Saudi Arabia and not even been in the NBA. But, again, you stick to your plan. And, again, I'm going to end with this. Sticking with your plan. The Knicks stuck with the plan of going with cohesion this year, something we haven't done in a while. We're going to go with Steve, Dom, Ab, and Live because that's what we've been rolling with. We're going to roll with them to see how far we can get. So they went with cohesion. And, again, guys, when we say we need to get fill-in-the-blank, who is that fill-in-the-blank guy? We all can say that everybody on social media says, the Knicks need this, the Knicks need that. But who is that? Who's that guy? I don't know. Me and Steve said maybe DeAndre Ayton. But that means you're going to give up Mitchell Robinson. I'm, I would be cool. I don't know who else, guys. When we say no, I, when we say we need Steve who is Steve? I know what I know. I know what they need, but I definitely want to hear from live. But let me answer that question real quick. If what the Knicks need is Grimes to step up, that's the answer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Everything mm-hmm. is wrong. Certain mm-hmm. guys to step up because you guys are trying to sell me on the JJ Reddick school. I'm not seeing it now. We've seen it. Oh, I got I to gotta hold my breath because we've seen this last year. After the All-Star break, Grimes picked it up. So I'm banking on that. I think he will pick it up. I just don't know when. It's just not going in for him. And I want to know why exactly. from the, you know, the, the Grimes committee. That would be Don live in the can grass. I, can, I ask what's going on can, I, can I ask one question moving forward? By all means. Does anybody yeah. think R.J. Barrett is a better two than, than Quentin Grimes? 
No. Better to this mm-hmm. season? Yeah. Well, this season he is. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, are you talking? Well, I mean, well, are you giving him in a position, or are you just saying player in general? Position. I'm talking about your shooting guard. Who would you think would be a no. better shooting guard? Barry I mean, as of right now, Bear, ugh, it's hard to say because he's technically yeah. playing mm-hmm. at the three, but he's playing better than Grimes this season. I mean, well, that's we've seen this before, Steve. <laughs> we we seen we seen this we seen this R.J. Barrett before. Only we've seen what we've seen at the end of a season, not in the beginning of a season. He always turns it on in like late March, early April, and then all of a sudden he's averaging 19 points. But nobody realized he's averaging 19 points on 18 shots. There's, there's such thing as called efficiency. I just think, and I'm not knocking Barrett, I just think when you say two guard, that is your shooting guard. These numbers RJ is putting up, again, guys, no knock against him. He ain't shooting like, like this all year. Not happening. No way, no way. I get I that, Don, but I'll – let me ask you this, before we go to live, because then I was just saying, those middle role games where RJ wasn't playing, didn't it feel like when quickly was in there, we were going to win because we know if he gets fouled, he goes to the line, he's knocking them down. And you know, RJ go there and be like, oh, shit, here we go. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was a conf- – and he's playing for a contract. That's another thing with quickly. So, I don't – you know I, I, I thought it was – yeah, what do you think? Yeah, the other – you made a great point, Steve, but the other big thing about – when quickly was in and Barrett was out, is we had more more continuity. The ball was moving. We have we already have two guys. Even with the ball moving better with quickly in, we have too much ISO guys. Let's just keep it a buck. Randall and Brunson do a lot of ISO in, and I think that's what annoys me about Brunson as a point guard. God bless him; he's doing a hell of a job. We don't have enough ball movement. But when Barrett went out, we at least alleviated one guy. I mean, how many times, guys, have y'all seen R.J. Barrett dribble the ball, put his head down, go to the roof? Not even thinking about passing the ball. Not even thinking about But when quickly's in, quickly will blow by you, quickly will throw a good pass, and quickly will burn your eyes out from three. And, again, remember, Steve, R.J. Barrett, you normally never since they've been Knicks have had good starts. Their January and beyond, in in RJ's case, March and beyond, their numbers got better. They never played like this this early. I can expect it from quickly because he is more of a shooter. I do not consider RJ Barrett a shooter, hence the reason the Knicks have gone above and beyond the call of duty to try and find a two-guard. That's not me talking. I am not a GM. I don't play one on TV. But if you haven't noticed it, We've done everything under the sun to get us a shooting guard, to include Fournier, to include Grimes, to include Quickly, and that's why R.J. Barrett's playing the three. And I'll digress, but you're right, Steve. They seem to play us. <laughs> I'll say a little better with Quickly and not Barrett. Before anybody thinks I'm just trying to beat up R.J. Barrett, no, you you made we do it have a lot, we do have a, like a large of uh, shooting guards though. I mean, that's why when R.J. Yeah. was out, it felt like it was no problem because you have Devincenzo, you have Josh Hart, and you have quickly to fill in the gap. It, I'm just at a point up in this point this season because we know that the the law of averages with R.J. is going to go down, and we'll we'll expect it to go down. It is what it is. It's other guys to step up who don't have the opportunities right. like the Grimes to knock down those open shots when he needs to. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, I would love to hear live and ask thoughts on that, man, because I think that's where I'm at. Like, you know, in Minnesota, wide open shots is not making them. But when it's contested, he goes in. It's just weird as shit, man. It still, it still happens. I don't get yeah. it, man. Well, two years. I'll go real quick. That is the main reason why the Knicks went after Dante DiVincenzo. If, 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 if anybody can, like, pay attention to that part. When we were all talking about making trades and getting this guy, that guy, or this guy, the third, or even when we were in, in, in the talks with Donovan Mitchell, that's what the Knicks have, are focusing on. They're trying, to, they're trying to fill in that shooting guard role because Quentin Grimes, you know, everybody's giving him the same, you know, the, the same two- or three-year buffer, to, you know, for him to develop his game. Now, for some reason, he's, you know, he still can't hit a wide-open shot, but he, can defend, but he can hit it when somebody's defending him or rushing him and trying to chase him off the line. 
And for some reason, he disappears from the offense. Unlike DiVincenzo, unlike Emmanuel Quickly, unlike Josh Hart, because even even Josh Hart, who's not a great shooter, let's, let's be realistic, he's not a great shooter at all, but he can hit them on a consistent basis enough, to, you know, to, to kind of suffice for the fact that Quentin Grimes isn't either taking shots or he's getting shots. Now, what how you want to look at it? How you want to look at it is, is, is you know, it's, it's anybody's ball game. But the fact of the matter is, this is why the Knicks went after DiVincenzo. They needed to have more backcourt play, and they realized that um, uh, that Quentin Grunts just might not be that guy. So, I, I mean... That could be that, part of it. I think that could be part of it, but I also think getting or uh, subtracting Obi Toppin for Dante DiVincenzo with guys he's played with in the past has more of a weight than just... Uh, okay, this is the insurance plan for Grimes. I think these guys are familiar with each right. other with Villanova is more like more of the reason why and David Chen has been on winning organizations already in his career with Milwaukee, Golden State. I, these guys are familiar with each other. I mean, you can't yeah, replace but see, that. If you don't. Huh? But see, here's the question. How long does Tom Thibodeau play, start quitting Grimes before he he finally sees the sees the light and says, you know what, I'm either going to play hard or I'm going to I'm going to play I'm going to play Divincenzo. Nah, nah, I think I think I think Grimes has enough leash. He just needs to produce. He just needs to get more. He has to produce more. Uh, I think that's all it is. If he starts knocking down the shots, a simple layup to the rack will probably get him going. I just he he's probably needs to do that. It opens up things. You know, guys, you guys played ball before. Like sometimes a layup or an easy shot will give you confidence to go attack more. And I think that's what he needs. What's live, what does Live think? I don't know. Live, what do you think? Well, I mean, again, man, this this comes down to to us kind of picking on 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 RJ again because he's not playing his full potential at whatever position he played. He played at two. He can't shoot. You know what I'm saying? He can't. He can't, he can't drive and hit enough shots. He played that three. He can't hit enough threes. You understand what I'm saying? Now, you know, to to Big Blue's point, you know what I'm saying? He's been playing excellent this year for the most part, you know, but, you know, we kind of seeing him kind of reverting. It. You know, even though he's coming off injury, we see, him, we see him a little inconsistent right now. So whatever the case is, is Grimes is, is, is part of uh, Thibodeau's system. Right, so you know, if we if we go okay, we're gonna give you some leeway because every night you playing the best guy. You understand what's on on the other side? You playing defense on the best guy, so we're gonna give you um, we're gonna give you some love, and then we're gonna spell Divincenzo for you. The fact of the matter is that you know what I'm saying Grimes is 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 taking three shots, three four shots less than Divincenzo, and he's he's not shooting as well from the three. He's about about thirty 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 six percent, and Divincenzo is about forty. You understand what I'm saying? Divincenzo is is the better shooting guard than RJ and Grimes. Okay, so 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 what what Steve was alluding to about you know it it's it seeming seamless when RJ wasn't there. That was because that was because Grimes played his part, which was the defensive stopper. And then um, DiVincenzo came in at one one night. He had a career a career high. You understand what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, again, a, in the midst of us, you know, nitpicking or whatever the case may be, I don't think I don't. I think we 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 are we're a team full of guards. We going back to size. We're a team full of guards, and 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 that kind of puts RJ in, in in a pickle because he's not terrific at any one thing. Right, you know, I believe he's better at the two. I, I believe he would do much better at the two. You understand what I'm saying? But um, th- then again, you're gonna have Divincenzo six four at the three. I mean, you're already you're, you're already playing that now. Is is that the, the way you going you, you are we play? Are we a speedy small ball team right now? I'm I'm with it. You know, as long as we win, and I'm cool. I just don't think that it's gonna we gonna prosper much when we get to those Orlando's. And when we get to those 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 uh, 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 Minnesotas and 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 all of these teams with these big front courts, um, Indiana, Indiana is doing pretty good right now. You understand what I'm saying? So, you know, and again, I'm, I'm not I'm not oblivious to the fact that we 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 doing what we're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? But this this was 
this was part of this part 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 of uh, 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 the attrition of the season is to get better and and to kind of see things before they come. All right, we I I believe that um our I mean I know y'all gonna hate me for this man. Uh, RJ is gonna be one of the one of the pieces that might have to go because he's the odd man out. As our nigga Bagas said, it's, the, the trade is not. It, unfortunately, is not Randall. He's not. He's not necessarily the problem. He he's a problem, but he's not the problem. He's not the team problem. You know, he, he's a bully. He might he might get cats out of sorts, but it's it's not it's not Randall. It's it's more RJ being being a miss, being a a a a, a square peg trying to fit in a round hole. So, you know, that's me, man. Grimes, Grimes is going to be Grimes, man, and Grimes is not going to be all, uh, aggressive. We we see that in the numbers already. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it's – what do Wait, we do? So, you, are you, so are you are you changing your stance as far as what you said about a, about a month ago? Like he's going to be ready to take the next step. He's going to be aggressive. And, no. But, or not. No, I, absolutely not. I mean, you understand what I'm saying? But it, it's it's he's ready, right? Is he gonna do that himself though? Me and you can't can't put that on him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, like I, yeah, saw, I mean, we we, yeah. we saw him. We saw I what didn't... he did in yeah. We saw what he did in in in, in, in the summer league. We saw what he you know what I'm saying all the reports, all of the him hanging out with with JJ Redick and all of this. You know what I'm saying? It's like yo, it's time for this cat to maturate. You understand what I'm saying? But here it is. You got somebody who, and DiVincenzo, and I said this, man. I said this like two, three shows in. I was like, yo, Grimes is my guy, but that DiVincenzo is looking a little different. I said that, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and simply, Grimes has taken a step back. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like he, was, he was shooting, look, look at this right here. He was shooting six shots last year. He's shooting three shots a game. <laughs> Who does that? Your man, your 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 man, Brick Brickalotti was shooting more than three shots a game. <laughs> Damn, he has to bring him up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he was shooting more than three shots a game, and and again, I I love Grimes because he's part of the system, and part of the system is taking taking uh, the defensive stance on 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 every other team's opposing side. I'm good with that. Is that to say that? Okay, is that all we're using them for? It, you know what I'm saying? It, do we do we have enough scoring in, in that in that starting five to to negate his? You know what I'm saying? Because because if you know if that's the case, me and all of us see that that's not enough. None of when 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 them shots don't drop, he needs to be the one. He needs to be that outlet, and he's not. He's shooting 36 percent from the three this year, and if he and if he's only taking, you know, he's if, if he's only taking three shots a game. How many how many attempts is, is that? So that's true. You know, I still believe in him, but he he gotta believe in his damn stuff. <laughs> Here's the crazy thing. Before I go back to you or before you take back take it back or whatever, the Minnesota game where Grimes was 0 for six from three, he was a minus eighteen. So basically his his plus minus was basically all his shots he missed from three. Um, it's crazy because he needed a, a DiVincenzo type of night where the other night on the road, I think it was the Charlotte game where DiVincenzo had like seven threes or something like that. Grimes just has yeah. to get like a couple of layups going. And I think we've seen us out of Grimes. So I'm not, I'm not going to write him off right now. He's just struggling. And I think it's going to be a point. I don't know if it's going to be the all-star break like he did last year. And he just took off at the rest of the, uh, the season. I think he's a good kid who will play better. He just, they're just not going in. At the rate we think he should be at this point, that's the, that's where I'm at with Grimes. Absolutely. And then, oh, oh, Dom, one more thing, one more thing, Dom. And you, you, we were looking at the schedule, right, Dom? The only two games I see, okay, the Knicks possibly could have won versus the better teams was early in the year. Um, if you wanted to say we should have won the whole opener versus Boston, I'm not going to argue with anybody. I say, okay, yeah, possibly. Yeah, 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 that's a flip of the coin. But it's the New Orleans game that we should have won. I, I think we should at least had a chance to win. Outside of that, there's no other game on this this schedule. Yeah. I don't yeah. say that. Okay, we the Cleveland game. The Cleveland game we should have won. Yeah, the Cleveland game too. Yeah, Cleveland game too. Yeah. Are you and talking about the second second one? The second one. Second one. Second one. Okay, fine. Second. Okay, all right, fair. Okay, that's fine. You are talking about the the home and home one? 
Okay. Yeah. But, but can, can I add something too? We we've been the, our schedule has been damn brutal, man. You know what I'm saying? Like all of these games and and these last days, man. And you include this travel, man. We getting toe up. So we got to factor that in too, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I mean, everybody got to play their schedule, man. You know that 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 being said, man, we they 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 beating us up this in in, in beginning of this year, man. Well, and weird, about the schedule. I think we can win the next four. Though. What's weird, guys? I think we can win the next four. The Knicks aren't just playing. The, oh, I'm sorry. No, real quick, Don. Do you think we can win the next four and then also go ahead and spawn on what you think? I think we can win the next four. But what are your thoughts, Dom, as far as yeah. you were about to say? Yeah, but we 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 got to remember, guys. And I'm not giving nobody no alibi. Not only have the Knicks played too many back to backs this year. They played back-to-back, traveling back-to-back. It ain't like yeah, yeah. We, played, we played Cleveland, and our next game is the Hornets, but it's at the Garden. Every one of our back-to-backs, we had to travel to that next city. It wasn't mm-hmm. like they came to us or we was mm-hmm. in, let's mm-hmm. say, L.A. and played the Lakers, mm-hmm. and tomorrow we played the Clippers. No, you look at the mm-hmm. distance. And, and, again, I'm not, I'm not giving no alibis, guys. I'm just saying that's kind of strange and it's kind of weird this time of the year, but – that being said, somebody's going to tell me in the big world of social media to shut up because the Knicks haven't played and ain't going to play for about five days between the last game they played and the next game they play. So if that's a, if that's a give or take, but Steve, you, I'd like to say that. I don't want to put on my Nostradamus hat kind of early but again when you when you we already did it once where we're when you look at where we're at guys and who we're playing this is it this is the time to say you know what we got to put some wins together against good teams friday against the heat yes we got to win that game gotta win that and we play phoenix phoenix is they're so up and down let's say maybe then you have the Hornets, definitely a win. That's two and one, Got maybe. Got to win that, the though. Pistons, that's three and one, yeah. So we should go at least three and one, and the next game is against the Raptors. That should be four mm-hmm. and one. In a perfect world, we catch Phoenix with all the injuries. Yeah, I, I had said yeah. this, guys. By the end of November, I had the Knicks five to seven games above 500. Mm. Yeah, they'll be that if they do that. They'll be that if we do exactly yeah. what you said. Yeah. You said five. And that's so not bad, guys. Mm-hmm. We're all right. We're all right. Yo, Dom, real yeah. quick, can I ask you one question? You, you, you said something earlier. And I, and actually, I want to point this to live in, in Av as well because it's, it's, it's almost the ghost of Tyrese Halliburton's upon us again not on the Nickelback Avenue fan forum. Ah. Uh, you said um, Jalen Brunson takes too many. I don't, I don't Say that. What was the phrase you said? I want to misquote you. What did you say earlier about Brunson? He, he too much iso ball or not enough passing? Yeah, or? yeah. I'll be honest, man, looking at the makeup of our roster, and I'll ask you guys this too, do you rather still have Jalen Brunson or Tyrese Halliburton? Based on what I know of our personnel, I think Jalen Brunson is the better fit for this roster than Tyrese Halliburton is for the Knicks roster. I think Tyrese Halliburton fits what Indiana wants to do. If you look at Indiana's games, they're trying to outscore the ABA, let alone the NBA. They're a pace team. They, I mean, they got the perfect name, Pacers. The Knicks are more they, – they could score, but I think Jalen Brunson, and I know what he, he's a shot maker, and the Knicks needed a shot maker anyway. He's kind of a guard. He's, he's not necessarily a point guard. He's just a guard that could score. And I think that's right. what the Knicks need on this yeah. roster versus uh, Halliburton. What are your thoughts, Dom, and then Live and Av and everybody else? Because yeah. I'm watching the Indiana the games, I'm like, thing, damn, they're trying to score 200 points and shit. Like, goddamn. <laughs> the only thing, the only thing that gives, and don't take this the wrong way, Steve. I love you. The only thing that gives your saying and your thoughts credence is our coach. Would mm. our coach let Halliburton be who he is? Come on, guys. It was all, again. I like to say it was only five minutes so. ago we laughed at his. We, we yeah. We five minutes ago we laughed at how his jump shot was. We laughed at he, but he's averaging twelve assists, shooting fifty one and forty five percent. Nobody ever saw that coming, but some of us did. Steve, I will say this. I'm damn sure. Yeah. Again, you can't put the genie back in the bottle. If we I'd rather have answered the question. If we had, not me, to be honest, if we would have answered the question 
and pulled the trigger with Halliburton, how much further would we be along? What could we have done uh, with the money we spent on Brunson? What could we have done with I don't think the, our roster wants to run like how the Pacers are running now. I just don't see that in our personnel. That's not to say our personnel can't win other type of ways. The way the Pacers want to play fits what Tyrese Halliburton plays, and I think that works for them. Where what Brunson does for us works for us. That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's the best way I can say. Look at the Pacers and look what they're doing as, to, to lives open in soliloquy. They're playing small ball. They're running up and down the court, like you said, Steve, playing ABA basketball. They're playing small ball. ABA. Other than Ike and Tina Turner, they're playing small ball. And they're running up and down the court scoring 150 points because they're being led by Halliburton. Yeah, that's definitely not typical. Thibodeau would never allow that. Yeah, no, not at all. First one to 150 points. Hey, my question to you is that, all right, Say we did have Halliburton. Would he still be Halliburton if he was forced to play defense as much? Because he's not—he's not the greatest defender either. Right. That's right. That's part of that. You're right. At least Brunson can, at least Brunson can defend the, 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 the defender's position, you know, to a certain degree. Halliburton will just run around you. You might get a couple of steals here and there. He'll run a fast break, but I don't think he can defend on a nightly basis and still perform at the, at the level he's performing right now in Indiana. Av, it's not even just uh, Halliburton. That whole entire team ain't playing defense. They just trying. We're going to outscore you. First one to one forty yeah, wins. Yeah, That's how they yeah, rolling. Right. I don't think our team is built. Remember, remember, we had that discussion last year when the Knicks tried to outscore teams and they were losing like the OKC at home. They were trying to outscore teams, even though our office has been better. And like Don read the stats. But this, 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 that's why cars have a, a governor on them. You can only go butt so fast. Because if you try to do, go away from your identity, which is our identity in this NBA, is a little bit more defense than our offense. We 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 outplay, we, we outdo ourselves is basically what I'm saying. Um, I like Halliburton. But I we, just don't think our roster complements him like Pacers do. Remember, remember one thing, guys, that he was starting to do this on a different team in Sacramento. He was actually doing this. And then he got traded because he, he ended up leaving that team averaging 15 points a night and about yep. eight assists. Yep. Yep. So he was moving in that yep. direction. And I hate when – and there's nothing against that. I hate when somebody says somebody's defense. I always go back to this is the NBA. Show me five good defensive players in the NBA, and I'll stop. This, is, this, this, this league is not built on defense. Now – Indiana can't do what they're doing, guys. This isn't going to work all year. We know that. But, you know, oh, well, well, it's fun to find out. A defensive player. <laughs> yeah, that's 95% of the NBA, man. Ain't nobody playing defense in the NBA. Nobody. But this guy's a stud, fellas. I mean, yeah, Thibodeau wouldn't. Well, if the Knicks had another coach, yeah, he'd be the same Halliburton he is now with another small ball roster. Hmm. They did the right thing. They chose the Aaron Fox, and they got something for Halliburton and, and, and Sabonis. So they did what they needed mm-hmm. to do to get uh, right. uh, uh, right. a good position. Hey, dividends. Two guys right. in different positions. So they did right. I think they did right. Right. They they, they, they they held on. They had him too long. They had him, and then right. it would have stifled both of them, both of their growth. Right. Yeah. Right. Even Ab. Yeah. Y'all remember last year when I brought up, man, this is kind of weird. The Indiana Pacers were having a yard sale, and they got better. They did. Right, they streamlined, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, can I say this they real quick, John, before I know I'll get a little final thought. I saw what they did. I've been watching their games. They switched. They put, they, they're allowing Hill to come off the bench and finish games. This is why I don't get caught up on starting shit. Like, Hill will finish games. He's coming off the bench and giving them spot, and they start in Mather, and Mather is doing a great job for them. Yeah, Mathry. Mathry. But he was he was doing that from the jump. Mathry like, solid. Mathry solid, yo. Yeah. Yeah. So they mm-hmm. they they got a nice little I think they got a nice team. That's the team I think when you look at the Central, do they you think they're gonna overtake uh Milwaukee and Cleveland? I, I listen, I'm no. listen, I don't know. Oh, no. man. 
No, I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't see it. I, I don't. I don't see it. You, you, you know, with their style, um, an injury is bound to happen, and, right. and, 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 and they're not going to be able to sustain it. They're going to have to. You mm-hmm. know, they're going to have to make some some extra, some additional moves to kind of like you know you know open that offense up a little bit more because they're going to need some shooting after this. And I don't see it. I, I, I don't see them overtaking. Um, Milwaukee or Cle- they might take Cleveland, but they won't take uh, Milwaukee. Milwaukee's got a stranglehold. Well, they did beat, Let's they, go now. now we have our tr- our struggles versus Milwaukee. They beat Milwaukee. Yeah, they they showed they like, hey, you're gonna yeah. have to play to our pace. Like you're gonna have to play our game. And I don't think Milwaukee could play their game. Now you have a great no. point as far as injuries. You 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 have a great point as far as the injuries. Like yeah, that could happen absolutely the way that put, they play. So yeah, I think it's just fun to watch and see where that goes with them. And if they crash and burn out, so be it. They ain't my team, but for thus far, man, they've been. They've been ah, fun to watch. <laughs> well, we'll see next. We'll we'll see them next month. We'll we'll be seeing them next month at the end of the uh, you know to, to finish off 2023 when when we hit up in Indianapolis on on December 30th. But let's go on to final thoughts, guys. We've come. This has been a great episode of you, you know a great thing going on. Uh, you know you know catching up on our team after you know Steve took a you know hiatus uh, down in South America. But Steve, your final thoughts for, to start off. Uh, it's great to have you back, boss, and I hope you're enjoying your time off um, wherever you are. Yeah, man. Um... I mean, I, we're going to make up for that uh, last week with, along with the hockey. I, I think the Knicks are exactly where they are based on how I look at their roster versus their opponents. They'd be exactly where they needed to be. If you want to give that one that one Cleveland game, I'll, I'll grant you that. But outside of that, you know, that road trip 3-2, and two, I'm cool with it, man. I think they could win the next four, especially with some rest, that playing game versus Miami. I think they could beat the Heat. Um, and I think they could rally and go on a nice little win streak and, and, and go – exactly where Dom is saying as far as at least 3-1 or, you know, five games over 500 before the West Coast trip, where I think they could go 3-2 on on that trip. But we'll have another episode before that happens. So, Nickelback Avenue Fan Forum, it's good to talk. Hoops. And one more thing, Dom, I'm telling you, man, as high as you are in Orlando, I saw the uh, game they had in Mexico City versus the Hawks. But that was a nice win. They, they played Chicago, and Manchero had that game winner, man. That was a good game. I don't know if you saw that, Dom, against the Bulls. Uh, that, they're a fun team to watch, like you said, the Magic and the Thunder, man. Those, and the Pacers. I'll put the Pacers in there, too. So, yeah, I'll, I'll leave it at that on the hoots. Bleed blue. Yeah, bleed blue. Yeah, they are fun to watch. I did catch some of those games, and, and I, I'm loving the fact, I'm loving the athleticism. I'm loving the youth. I'm, I'm loving the, the energy. You know, a lot of great games. But, Dominic, your final thoughts? Um, you want to play Nostradamus for us one, one more time before the, the end of the month? Four and one on the road trip. And guess what, guys? Speaking of Orlando, I mean, I know I know the Nuggets are hurt. 93-91, 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. Nuggets up by two over the Magic. They're, they're fun to watch, guys. I, again, they're young. They don't know any better. You know, a lot of these teams that are up and coming, they don't know any better. Everybody says teams like that, teams like Minnesota, oh, they don't know how to win. They don't know nothing. They're just out there playing ball. So guess what? It seems to be working, and Steve's right. We, we are where we're supposed to be. We're eight and six. We've had a tough schedule. So, again, we will be five to six games over 500, maybe even seven games very shortly, probably by the end of the month, first week of December. So, again, this is a better start than we've had in years. Guys, that just goes to show how shitty we've been in the years past. So, again, let's, let's mm-hmm. take the good. We, we don't have to always marinate on the bad. We, we can find bad in everything, guys. You know, some days you got to wake up and thank God you're still here. And let's enjoy it. Let's enjoy what the Knicks are doing. And uh, let's not even listen to Twitter, you know, Twitter – Twitter's fire Tibbs, and like I said, we had 365 losses before we got Thibodeau, and we've been to the playoffs two out of three years since we've had him. Let's go, Knicks. We, we got this, guys. Let's have fun with it, though. That's the important thing. Thanks, guys. Denardo DP on Twitter. Domstradamus, the almighty, the all-knowing, all-wise. Mr. Live, your final thoughts, sir. Yo, um... Let's go. We go. We go four one on this trip. You know, I believe that. I, I, you know, I mean, again, man, I do what I don't want to jinx it like I did last time with the five and zero. Oh, but um, 
we, 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 I, I believe we can win all of them games, man. I, I, you know, as much as I complain, I, I, I believe in this team, and I, and I believe we are top three, four team in, in the East. Um, we, we, are, we are statistically top ten in this league, a, a top ten, ten, ten power team in this league right now. I know it's early to be talking all of that, but um, it's great to have this, have the, this confidence to have this factual. Uh, uh, provable uh, uh, feeling about the Knicks, man, and I haven't felt like this in a long time. When we just sitting here with the, with the jerseys and the gear and, and 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 other teams looking at us and 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 everything, and we 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 are a a playoff team, you know. Let's 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 put perennial on that. You know what I mean? So, um, man, listen, you know, everybody enjoy their holiday, you know, um. Bleed blue, all of that. You know what I'm saying? This is Mr. Live. I'm out. That's Mr. Live. Hey, I'm going to ask you guys. I, I, I meant to ask this when I when we got back on. I got to rewire my brain because we watched Hoop since the 80s, Dom since the 70s. Same with Mr. Live. Mm-hmm. A 20-point lead ain't what a 20-point lead used to be, and I have to get used to that. You guys felt that way watching the Hoops? Because when I used to watch Hoops, 20-point lead, the game was over. Toy boy lead on me shit now, dog. What do you yeah, guys? Go ahead, I mean, that's not. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, that's why. Yeah, that's why. Well, Tibbs. Yeah, don't Tibbs don't put take nobody out the game. <laughs> that's why. That's why. It's exactly why. You know what I'm saying? Randall and, and Brunson being there till the final minute, collecting hot dogs from the concession stands, and then them they and they in the game, dog, because. Cause somebody like Curry, man. Somebody like, man, that Ben Carroll dude off um off off of the uh, Orlando. He's a monster, man. Um, Edwards, you know what I'm saying from Minnesota, man. These dudes get buckets. You know, my my man, uh, Halliburton, buckets, man. You, these are dangerous people, man. And you can't you can't take nobody out. You know what I'm saying? Twenty point lead is nothing. Yeah, that's that, uh, that, that, that it. Just go, it just goes to what I said, Steve. This is not yeah. a league of defense. It's not. You're right, Steve. Right. A 20-point lead right. is like a seven-point lead back in the day. Right, Everybody right. can score. This, this right. league is based on and, scoring. Period. And you can't touch them. That's the other part. Because you touch them, they exactly. go to the office for a fucking it's, review. So it that's is for an yeah. offense. We get it. Yes. This is what they wanted, guys. They, they, they thought 92-90 was boring. You're going to tell me 144 to 140 is exciting? Oh well, to each his own. You know what? Yeah, because it, you know what? It, you know what? We, we're some old fogies on this show, man. They're trying to nah. those fans. You know what I'm saying? Because it's so much out there, TikTok and YouTube. They want to keep oh. those young kids entertained because if you slow it down, they're gonna turn the channel, go to some bullshit on TikTok. Like, I get it. Yep. So, I'm gonna say the same, Steve. I'm gonna say the same. Get off my lawn. I don't care what you think about me. Get off my lawn. I don't walk, walk on my grass. I cut my shit. I cut my shit. Get off my lawn. I'm going to die on that. Damn. Lawn. That's all. Uh, you can't take the military. You can't take the military out of Dominic. It's never gonna happen. That's like some old military shit. Don't walk on my grass. Stay on my path or something like that. Okay. Oh. Anyways. So my final thought is is that um, look. The Knicks are exactly where they're supposed to be, ain't Nick. Would we like to them, for, you know, for them to be better? Absolutely. There are, were there some games that we should have had? Absolutely. But at this point, it's 14 games into the season, and we're still, you know, playing very good ball. We're, we're among the best teams, defensive teams in the league, as Dom alluded to. We're, we're among the best rebounding teams in the league, as Dom alluded to. And we're also one of the – you know, we have improved our, our scoring. We just need to do more of it in, in crucial moments. And I think that happens with time. I think that happens with, you know, a little bit more cohesion. And obviously it happens with more practice. So, you know, for all of you out there who, you know, who are already ready to, ready to you know, to start, um, you know, panting up frantic all, all, all of a sudden just because the Knicks are not where you want them to be because they're not undefeated, something's wrong with you. This is the NBA. It's an 82-game season plus the Sippy Cup and an NBA playoffs. Um, the Knicks 
are going to do are going to handle business. I think they were closing the month on a winning streak. I think that you know we'll take care of Phoenix, we'll take care of Miami, and, and we'll take care of Detroit and Charlotte. I don't I don't foresee any you know maybe one loss out of that thing, but I don't foresee that happening you know you know very often. And for everybody out there, if you truly bleed orange and blue, bleed orange and blue, and actually claim that shit. Don't be don't be just wearing the jersey and then all of a sudden go on go on Twitter or on Instagram and start putting up some videos saying how this guy needs to be traded or how much you miss Cam Reddish. I don't want to hear that anymore. I honestly don't. I don't care how much you miss Obi Toppin. I don't I don't care about him anymore. Nobody does because he's not a Nick. And if you're a Nick fan, you're a Nick fan, not old Knicks fan. Not, we're not playing that once a Nick always a Nick bullshit. Until you retire, you're not a Nick anymore. That's it. Simple as that. Until then, I want everybody to go out and enjoy their Thanksgiving holiday. Spend, a, a, you know, a, a very, you know, blessed time with your families, your loved ones, and everybody that you care about. Hope everybody stays safe, stay blessed, stay care, you know, stay careful. I'm Nick Abakayev on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can follow this show at BlueBlueShow.com on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and of course, thank you very much for listening today on on your iPod. Um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, tune in and your Stitcher apps, and, of course, on Blog Talk Radio. Thank you very much. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Nick Abaka asks, bleeding orange and blue all day, every day, till the wheels come off. And I just got an oil change, so I'm good. Have out. A finger to the rest, here we go for the next. It's like a finger to the rest, here we go for the next. It's like a finger to the rest, here we go for the next. It's like Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Blue, 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 blue,